This episode of The Full Nerd is sponsored by SK Hynix, the maker of fastest and class SSDs. The new Platinum P41 PCIe Gen 4 NVMe SSD exhibits technical excellence driven by unmatched speeds and reliability. The Platinum series represents the company's flagship retail lineup geared towards gamers and content creators looking to turbo, turbo boost PC performance. Check out the link in the description below in order to grab yourself a Platinum P41 today and give your PC a huge upgrade. In this episode of The Full Nerd, fourth annual Hardware Hall of Fame. Welcome to episode 220 of The Full Nerd. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. And Elaine Yee. Hello. Both of them dress very nicely. Adam Patrick Murray prestigious controlling occasion. Yeah, vertical and horizontal. It, it is a prestige, prestigious occasion. I will say uh, Keith was here last year. He, We tried really hard to get him back again this year, but his uh, his day job is just taking all the uh, the fun out of out of his life. So he, he he can't be here. He did give me some of his nominees. We, we won't officially. Ooh. Well, I think we'll kind of put it. He's not here to defend them. So, you know, I think we'll kind of put it in the, the hat of the, the greater pool. But I've been having a really good discussion over on our Discord uh over the the past week about uh who they think or what what they think should go in the the nominations so i'm excited this this is going to be fun gordon do do you want to go you want to go through the um what what kind of the what what we do here just to to recap so uh, for anybody new to this this is a fourth time we're actually doing it but this is our own pc hardware hall of fame you know we decided you know the pc needs its own cutout for hardware hall of fame because the fans are are so dedicated so enthusiastic about it and there's been a very long history of of pc hardware so it, it deserves its own hardware hall of fame we think um and the list uh i'll read you the list of what's gone before those that have been been entered into the hardware hall of fame i think you'll agree they're all they all are worthy of being in there uh Intel 8086, 8088. I mean, you can't be there without that. Nothing would be here without the 8086, 8088. IBM Model M, that is, of course, the 5150, the very first PC. That's why we call it a PC and why the Mac is not a PC uppercase. It's a personal computer. NVIDIA's GeForce 8800 GT, the 3DFX Voodoo. Of course, people started calling it Voodoo 1, but originally it was just called 3DFX Voodoo. Most uh, gamers that go back to the golden age of PC gaming can remember the 3DFX Voodoo very fondly. Raspberry mm. Pi, MLC NAND. Hey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. You uh, voted for it. You voted for it. Athlon K75, one gigahertz. Uh, of course, that was AMD's really kind of like mind blowing. Uh, CPU, the the culmination of that beating Intel to one gigahertz was a huge accomplishment for AMD. So it belongs on the list in the Hall of Fame because of those reasons. Sound Blaster 1.0 because basically PCs would be pretty boring without the original Sound Blaster and GeForce 256. So a lot of video cards, you know, a couple CPUs. Uh, peripherals, yeah. Wow. Peripherals. A little, little well-rounded. I feel like, so, you know, Every year we we come away with three. We we each bring three, and we all vote down to three. And so uh, you know the list grows by three every year, which is fun. Um, wow, crap! <laughs> that exciting? Yeah, yeah, it's that exciting. We're gonna play the intro over again. Great. Uh, so 
Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, you know, and it, it, it feels like every year we kind of usually have that kind of mix of a CPU, a GPU, and, and some sort of peripheral or uh, or kind of, you know, side thing. Uh, I, I will say, l- looking back, and I actually listened to, to some of the old uh, episodes, I was like, you know, s- some of these are a little, you know, Raspberry Pi, yeah, I, it was fun. Uh, I, I think last year, uh, Elena nominated Netbooks, and that was a uh, very, very contentious <laughs> topic. Obviously, Brad a couple years ago had the uh macbook air uh and then yeah i you know i looking back in hindsight mlc nand i think is maybe a little too general we probably should have pegged an actual product uh for that one but you know we actually debated that though we, we did we did but we now did. we now that we look at it on the yeah. list you know a, a year later it feels like well we have individual products for all these except for that one first yeah. shortstop yeah all shortstops nominated to the hall of fame because shortstops where would you be without the shortstop <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, we should. Yeah, Ripken. Eh. <laughs> we Bill should. Uh, I have talked about like figuring out some way to kind of enshrine these these uh, pieces of hardware uh, as a Hall of Fame. It's it's something I, I need. Uh, maybe maybe somebody has a, a good idea out there of how yeah, to 3D print trophies? something or trophies. Where you laser etch like a new name on the plaque every year. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I like that. Also, uh, we had a question. Um, Eternal Duo, a friend of the show, asked, uh, d- do we have the Hall of Fame page on the website? I couldn't find one. And actually, no, I don't think we have. Like, just a that page of the Full Nerds PC Hardware Hall of Fame. Maybe we should make... Yeah, there Dad you go. Yeah, just a, I am. Just a little thing, you know, maybe a, a blurb of... Uh, about each one who knows yeah uh honestly that that would help me if anything just to go back and look at the list because over the course of the last couple weeks uh, at least gordon was just like wait what's the list again hey can you send me the list again hey what's what was the list again (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we need sometimes it is hard to find we do need to actually officially uh enshrine it somewhere yeah should be Mm -hmm. fun though gordon how how is this going to go today do you do you remember uh, so we basically, everybody gets, we're going to go in a round, we get to nominate, then there will be uh, lots of arguing, a lot of teeth gnashing, because somebody will always nominate something controversial, there will be discussions about why it belongs or not, and then we all get to vote, if it's a tie, then the internet gets to decide. Yeah, when I actually, yeah, last year we had Keith, so it was five, I, yeah. I don't think we actually did end up going to a tiebreaker where he was the deciding factor but yeah no, when when it's just the four of us uh, are you sure i feel like he did no like, yeah mm-hmm. n- none of the ones last year we, we all were pretty in lockstep uh, you know i, I think it's actually year. a good simulation of what you would get in an actual hall of fame discussions too because it's very political you can you can see if somebody's thinking something you could like try and maneuver because you want your pick to go in so sometimes you you can change things it, especially if like if your pick isn't going to go in but you think somebody else's pick is is you know more worthy to you than something else? You could you can change your vote. So the the rules are not yep. they're not set in you know you, basically it's a vote and whatever whatever mm. goes in goes in. Also, last thing I'll point out: this is the the full nerds PC Hardware Hall of Fame, not PC World. Yes, uh, as as a <laughs> as a larger institution. This is just just the Correct. podcast. So <laughs> yes, the full nerds hard, PC Hardware Hall of Fame list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, so yeah, we we each brought three to the table. Uh, I think we're gonna uh, present them now. So who 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 wants to go first? Oops, uh, I can go first because I have. I'm bringing back an old school one that okay. I, we've had on here a couple times. I'm gonna keep bringing it back. Okay. Uh, so the very first nominee today will be 
Intel's Core 2 Duo. Uh, we've talked about it several times in the past. Really, the reason it deserves to be on here is because the Core 2 Duo, like AMD's Athlon 64 came, you know, the K75 that we were just talking about, all that. AMD was resurgent. It, uh, Intel had those crazy Pentiums that ran too hot and too slow, didn't work. They put out the Core 2 Duo, not only rendered the... Pentium's obsolete overnight. It started a full decade of dominance for core chips. There's a reason that Ryzen's big return in 2017 or so was so heralded. It's because it was Intel or nobody for a decade straight. And it's all based on the back of Core 2 Duo. Short, sweet, and simple. Okay, yeah. No, that is a good... I, I feel like, uh, yeah, that, that one's kicked around for almost every year, I think. Yeah, and yeah. it does... I mean, it felt like it was too soon four years ago, but... Maybe mm-hmm. for some, four years later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Thanks. Who's next? Are we going to just go? So Elena's next. If we go this, sure. This yeah, way? let's do it. Oh, we're going around oh, yeah. the table like that. Usually she likes to go last, but oh right, for yeah. <laughs> you want to you want to go? I'm ready. Uh, this one I'm ready because I feel like this one is also one that we've mentioned at least a few times already. I feel like mm-hmm. um, mine's just a little bit more forward in time. Uh, my nominee is uh, Sandy Ridge, so that would be the 2500K or 2600K um, if we have to name something specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and because those two chips have had just incredible longevity. I mean, even even today, like literally there are people on our discord server talking about how they are just getting off of their 2600K or in my case, a 2500K because those chips have just held up so well. I mean, obviously, yes, you know, when you compare it to the newer chips, you know, they're not going to be as powerful Duh. But the fact that you get a decade out of your system with, you know, maybe some GPU upgrades has been incredible. I don't I don't honestly think we will see that again just because of a few different factors. One, we we have more competition in the space, obviously. But two, I don't I think the chips that we're getting are being I mean it's a kind of a good problem to have the chips that we're getting are being replaced by such you know more incredible chips that it kind of compels people to to upgrade sooner because you get that kind of FOMO like we're like oh everyone's talking about you know 3D Vcash or whatever and it's like oh I want to try that or oh it's on sale now so I guess I'll swap my chips sooner even though I don't really need to upgrade <laughs> just yet so it's it's kind of a special I think it holds a special place in time and history and for me that's why it gets the nomination I agree a lot. I think that chip really lucked out, too, by being at a time in history where it was like the transition to PCIe 4 took forever. So PCIe 2, PCIe 3 were around that whole time and stuff like that. So like now you have reasons to upgrade for a PCIe 5 system, PCIe 4 system. Back then you didn't. That chip was just still is a beast. I know people who still have that in gaming PCs. even. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nice. No, I, I it really, it's had, it's had an incredible mm-hmm. server. No, because I... I think part of the, because the twenty six hundred K, I don't think anybody would ever disagree that that chip was is phenomenal. But you know, to me, is it too soon? Because I mean, honestly, if people are still using the hardware, a lot of people are still using the hardware. Is it too soon? Would be my only sort of like drag on that. That's a good point, but I I do feel like in terms of what how the industry sees it, and I mean, you can't build a system like that now. I mean. 
if you buy used parts, maybe. But I don't feel like I see it as often on hardware swap. Mm. So, I mean, at this point, it's more like saying, I mean, do you nominate a 67 Chevy to Hall of Fame somewhere? Because people are still, you know, fixing them up and using them. I feel like we're starting to enter that territory for this argument. Yeah. I like how you flipped uh, Gordon's car analogies back at him. I love oh, that. No, but it is, it is, getting, it is getting there, right? Because are people so actively using this just because, you know, they it's kind of fun to use something that old? Or are they, you know, driving them every day? So I, and, I, I have my own opinions. I have, yeah, I have my own opinions on the... Uh, that okay because we'll i mean in a second but you could also i could you know the the same weakness could go against brad's core 2 duo because people honestly still use core 2 duo boxes around the world but i think most people would agree uh core 2 duo is way past its prime now so but yeah i mean i i i, I do think it, it's got some it's a, it's a it's a it's a good nominee yeah although i will say it's not as exciting as the ati radeon 9700 pro <laughs> Now, I will say the reason why I'm bringing up the ATR Radeon 9700 Pro is because, again, to me, what the, you know, I mean, the Core, Core 2 Duo kind of is, is very similar to it. Um, uh, but like Sandy Bridge, I think at that time, Intel was still ahead. It didn't matter anyway. But Radeon 9700 Pro at the time, NVIDIA, just it, it was an it was an all NVIDIA world and uh, you know ATI before AMD bought them a lot of there's a lot of gamers that don't even know that but it, AMD did not originally start ATI they they bought ATI but the ATI 9700 Pro was a high end gaming card made in 2002 and it it for the first time ever in a long long time actually was able to push NVIDIA out of first place it it basically you were talking about the titan of of graphics cards actually being put in second place by ATI Radeon 9700 Pro, and it it delivered everything it could, right? And I'm this is the headline from no less than Anon Lal Shippy, uh, non-tech 2002 August 2002, ATI Radeon 9700 Pro delivering as promised, basically saying that it was a high, the highest performance card ability to play 1600 by 1200 and you know 10 by 7 at with 4x a and 16x aniso uh filtering i really was it it the, at the its competitor at the time was geforce 4 and it, it definitely uh it, it beat the geforce 4 so it beat nvidia at its own game and that had not happened for a long time and really sort of it changed the perception of, of ati i'd have to say for quite a while it didn't last as long as core 2 duo did but it definitely put ati back back in contention and in front okay pick. yeah pick. we got a uh, friend of the show ziff says uh they used a uh 9700 non-pro in their first custom pc so yeah there you go nice uh okay well to to go back to the discussion of is it too soon you know as as i was going back and and listening to the those old episodes there was a lot of that oh hand wringing the the kind of hand wringing gordon likes to do of like ah is it too soon people are still using them my my nominee uh you know is now it's it's obvious i think (laughs) what it's going to be but i'll but i'm going to preface this by saying you know what this is the year i think we take the stand this is the year oh I think we take a stand and say, 
it's not about too soon or not because it doesn't matter. We know it's going in the Hall of Fame, whether it goes in the Hall of Fame now, whether we wait till we do oh, hand wringing, you know, maybe we should wait mm-hmm. another five years. We, it doesn't matter. It, it, it can go in. We know it's it's place in history uh, at the time. So I am going to nominate once again the NVIDIA GeForce uh, GTX 1080 Ti. Uh, <laughs> that's actually not what I expected to say. <laughs> GeForce uh, GTX 1080 oh, Ti. We joke around about it all time about be, you know being one of the the best all time cards. Uh, we still joke about it to the day, to this day. And yes, even though people are still using it, it doesn't matter. People still use it now. People could still be using it in ten years from now. That's not going to change what. It, its place in history and how good that card was at the time that you know like we're not going to have any new revelations in 10 years time when we think oh okay nobody's using it now it's it's uh worth going in so that's that's my argument for why i think we should do something even though sure a lot of people are still using it it doesn't matter it's still hall of fame contender uh and it's it, i mean honestly it's it's kind of a running joke uh around the full nerd so <laughs> so you know so yes i think it's worth it I brought that pick last year. Uh, I didn't did. this year. Uh, I like it a lot. I still think it's very worthy. Uh, to me, the fact that I think it launched in 2017, it might have been 2016. Five years later, a half a decade later, if you offered someone a GTX 1080 Ti, they would hop on it and they would oh, blow yeah. through 1440p gaming, no problem whatsoever. And it, it's a testament like we will never see a graphics card like that right mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's why we have the term used all the time, a future Hall of Famer. People will say, Mm -hmm. Steph Curry is a future Hall of Famer. Well, but nowhere do we have rules that say that they can't be used right now. I mean, because a lot of these, hey, any of these things, you know, somebody, like you said, is still running a a Sandy Bridge or a Core 2 Duo box. You know, maybe somebody's running a a 9700 Pro out there, you know. Just because they're running it, you know, just because it's a, there's a lot of this, whatever car that Elena said, <laughs> Chevy 66, <laughs> I don't know, uh, <laughs> is on the road. You know, people are still using it. It doesn't matter. I, yeah, but, you know, uh, but the but 97 Pro is 20 years old now. Also, also these, are, these aren't these aren't people. I, I can understand why, like, if you're in a sports thing, it's like, oh, okay, well, they're still playing. Maybe we shouldn't put it in yet. These aren't people. These are actual physical products, you know. So I think yeah. it's it's a different kind of Hall of Fame than than the people based ones. Yeah, but it's I, about impact. Yeah, it's about impact. But I we're not saying that's a best list. A Hall of Fame list is your its service is over, and this is an outstanding. And again, wait. So you really don't think that 1080 Ti is a future Hall of Famer? What in my opinion, graphics card in history was people looking for and clamoring for five years after it launched. In fairness, though, in fairness, I this this is weird, but I I have to help Gordon out on this one a little <laughs> because I don't know if we would necessarily be still clamoring for it for this long if we didn't have this little interlude known as a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, but I, I still think that doesn't matter. You've, you know, like it, it's still that good of a card. It's still represented like, you know, an awesome top tier card at the time. And I mean, since then, prices have gone up, you know, like the price to performance value has changed. You got RTX, you know, kind of going in there. It's almost like the last bastion of, of just like pure, you know, uh, yep. rasterized gaming, not not no no ray tracing, no fancy, you know, uh you know, uh, extra DLSS and stuff like that. It was just like, nah, this is the most powerful card, you know, for, for a great price. So, 
That card uh, back then it was like rumored to launch in like January. It didn't launch until May, I think it was, because they were waiting. That was the wait for Vega era, and so the GTX 1080 Ti was going to be the big Counter Strike to Vega. Vega, they waited and waited, and eventually Nvidia's just like, we got to release this, I guess, because we've been sitting on it for six months, and. They priced it at a ridiculously good price with ridiculously good performance, and it still rocks half a decade later. Oh, so, oh you know, and actually, pick. a really good point from Bronco Monk. Uh, there are a lot of uh, singers and sports stars who are active and in the Hall of Fame, especially the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you know, well, you, you you should wait to yeah, you should wait to put uh, the Rolling Stones in just because they're still touring, even though you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. If you can still see them actively, they're not going in the Rock and Roll. Wow. They shouldn't. They shouldn't go in the. Hall. Well, okay. now we know where Gordon. Yeah, now we know where. The Beatles didn't go in. They were not a first. They weren't even in the in the in the first ballot Hall of Fame for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just think I think it's just I mean, that was just it's just fun. I think it's because you're honoring their career, its career, right? In this case, because you know, heart piece of hardware is not uh are not is not people, but you are you're honoring its career. <laughs> it's a five year old car, twenty six hundred K definitely twenty six hundred K is ten years old. People got to let them go, right? But also, they're still there. But I mean. The core two duo. I just think uh, it's eternal, just too soon. Eternal duo way says a, a, a good point here. Uh, e- even now, because of what's happened in the past five years, there's still people clamoring for a, a GTX 1060. <laughs> so you know, so, yeah, yeah, that to me is. <laughs> I, I I mean, but yeah, clearly it's a future Hall of Famer. No, no doubt, no doubt. Right, we'll see. No well, doubt, we will see. All I right. just, in my opinion, I, I think it's it's okay. too soon. All right. Well, it, it goes back to Brad. Brad, what's your uh, your second round pick? All right, my second one is switching up one that I brought the first or second year. Uh, back then, I brought the Razor Death Adder. This year, uh, Robert Razor Guy Krakow died earlier this year, and I feel like it's a great time to honor his legacy, and more specifically, the Razor Boomslang, the first ever gaming mouse. Hmm. Back in the days, it was around 99, I think it was. Uh, mice were just the boring mice that you get with your boring desktop office PCs, pieces of gray plastic that did whatever. Uh, the boom slang came out. It had a real cool ergonomic design, two big, huge buttons on it, ultra high DPI. Uh, what was it? About 2000 DPI. Yep. Good thing I took notes. Uh, about 2000 DPI in an era when other mice topped out around 400. Like it was the first ever gaming mouse. It, the gaming mouse I use today for work and play the game mouse that probably many of us listening, uh, use every day for everything in our lives uh owe it all to the razor boom slang and that's worthy of being included in the hall of fame any year i think but especially this year now that razor guy just passed i think it's a good time to include it they also signed a historic sponsorship deal with uh fatality wendell back in the day which was uh esports were not a thing back then but that was one of the first big esports sponsorships so uh a slight tangent uh, or based on what you just said i actually asked um our discord like a couple years ago and i was like so the young ones when you see something that says fatality on it does that mean anything to you and somebody said i think it was austin he's like he's like it's a gamer piece of hardware it was the most adorable thing <laughs> wow I and mean, that's longevity right yeah you should try a thresh on that next time yeah i wonder if he still has that ferrari thresh I, I I wonder. I was telling my kids about the time he showed up on a Quake server we had hosted and wiped us all out. It was like one versus eight, and he just like. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Boom slang. Nice. 
Right. Still a great name. All right, uh, then uh, Elena, your second pick. My turn. All right, so um, I am choosing, I am nominating, and I guess if I have to pick something specific, I will, but I am nominating the long-forgotten at this point, humble dial-up modem. Cool. So I... I, if I have to pick a baud or a speed for that, I guess maybe like 9600 or even like 144, uh, just because I feel like that was the like that's like the 90s era when you know that's when we were all getting online for the first time, um, and I feel like everything that we take for granted now was born from that. So like that's the era of usenet irc of like for me getting onto a bbs for the first time and just like having my mind blown that i could be talking to somebody else remotely in real time um and like leaving notes on a like internal forum i i feel like that was also kind of the golden era of being on the internet <laughs> where you actually had like these great communities and you know kind of like how our discord servers where it's like small enough where like people can feel like it's a community you can chat frequently and it hasn't gotten big enough where it's just a bunch of like jerks <laughs> ruining it for everybody else and i feel like the modem gets overlooked for how like it brought us into this world and I think it deserves, we're talking about things that have been decommissioned and no longer used, but like had like a really pivotal influence on how we, how we handle tech and interact with tech today, that this is part of that legacy. And I think it deserves a place in the Hall of Fame. How about tweaking that a little bit to a particular product? And uh, one I can think of is US Robotics 14.4 modem. Built yeah, like, US Robotics is big They name. were built like just absolute, yep. like made out of styrofoam and they were, they were just like, Against, you know, like, because you would say, like, oh, you know, like, look at these these business class modems. They were, like, built like tanks, right? But that that 14.4 USR was just a piece of trash, but it was so cheap that everybody, it yeah, enabled it, everybody it to have 14.4. accessible. Accessible, yeah. and I, I, hmm, okay. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot, actually. Use robotics. You live in that era. I had one. You still... You feel that dial-up sound in your heart. Yep. Every, yeah, you hear it. I can hear it right now. What I love, though. I can though. still feel it in my soul thinking back to all the times the phone rang right when I was in the middle of something. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the worst. And you had to actually you had to actually dial up. You had to get an ISP that supported your particular flavor of of, of for high-speed modem, right? So that was, mm. yeah. I'm... Is this it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank. Very glad those days are over. You know, if you're a real badass, you can you can listen to the negotiation. Oh, uh, what? It's not a USR. You had to actually listen for the. You could tell the difference in the negotiation. Jeez. Man, that is. The man, sound that brings of back the memories. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I was so glad when I finally uh, got to enjoy a broadband connection, but. It, this has there's a lot of good memories around this, and I like I said, like I said, I think it's very pivotal. Yeah, you know, and I I I think you could argue that when by the time we got to fourteen four modems, that was the age of America Online and mm -hmm. very approachable. Because I mean, like for even older people who use three hundred baud direct dial modems, it was really you're dialing up a BBS. That was like, you know, it was extremely yeah. extremely small. But by by the time we got to AOL and USR, I mean that was. It was mainstream. Getting on the internet was mainstream, and 
you know, you've got mail, right? That's kind of like the whole part yeah. of CompuServe. Right First time in 20 years I'm going to say the words CompuServe out loud. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw someone with a MindSpring account the other day. I was like, what? <laughs> but the nice thing is the, the USR was really just so cost effective. It let everybody get a high-speed modem, which you could, you know, you couldn't afford before. So that's a real, I like that. That's a really good pick. Okay. All right. Nice. Uh, Gordon, what's what's your second pick? I am going to nominate the uh, number two because this is I'm trying to figure out maybe I can because you don't want to come up with the best thing ever. You don't want to go with your strongest recommendation after a really good strong pick like that. You want to go with something a little less. But I still think <laughs> this particular um, is an amazing representation of just a, a different age of of PCs, uh, especially performance PCs, when when having a fast PC sort of meant everything. That was really when it, it really was. You went from you know boring beige box to actually being badass and cool. And uh, to me, nothing represents represents that age more than the Western Digital Raptor X hard drive. Now, so people probably don't know what that is. That was basically a a full size hard drive. Um, well, what we would today call a full-size hard drive, it was 10,000 RPM, and you know it was a it was the latest iteration of the WD Raptor 10K drives, which were of course repurposed from you know enterprise server because 10,000 RPM hard drive was insanely fast because there was no such thing as solid-state storage back then, and the the WD Raptor X though took it to the next level because it had a window. Now, um, I don't have a picture of this drive here uh, with me. I, I, I kind of wish I kept my WD Raptor X's, but, you know, it got sacrificed to the e-waste gods a long time ago. But if you look if you look up a picture of it, it actually has a window where you can see the head doing seeks across the platter. And it was really, I mean, crazy because, you know, then you could do a mod on your case where people could see inside your hard drive as it was running. And it was really just That's super cool. It's super cool. It was also kind of like one of the it was a different day. I mean, like hard drives. It was like <laughs> last ride for internal combustion engines right before they got wiped out by whatever replaces them. But the WD Raptor X was just like the height of mechanical solid state uh, or mechanical drives for PC enthusiasts and people who wanted a fast PC. And it just looked. I mean, it was just badass. I mean, to think that Western Digital <laughs> would make a hard drive with a transparent window on top so you can watch the platters spinning. That is pretty cool. Fun. It's amazing. And uh, it came out in 2006. That's a lot more fun than RGB, I got to say. <laughs> if it had survived, if, say, Salt State, it would have been RGB. An RGB Raptor X would have been like, like the next evolution of it, I think. <laughs> nice uh okay so uh for, for those who don't know i I'm, uh, a lot of my picks are, are kind of based off of uh, the community uh we we have a nice thread over on uh discord that that we were kind of putting together um which i think was uh is is a pretty good one. We we have uh, so many nominees. Uh, I, I'm not going to be able to nominate everything, obviously, uh, but I do want to pull some shoutouts. Uh, you know, what, what was it? We got uh, uh friend of the show, uh, Japsig, said, uh, what about the mouse? Uh, just a ball or optical? You know, that's, that's a good one. Uh, Liquid R said uh, the Tandy TRS-80. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Ziv had nominated the first ATX computer case, uh, which I think they, they pinned down as a... 
in Intel Advanced ATX, Inter, Intel Tower ATX or something. Uh, the CRT monitors came up quite a bit. Uh, like Starscream had had put this. Uh, I know Gordon, you brought some CR, a CRT monitor last year, but it, it didn't didn't quite get in. Didn't quite get in. Uh, mechanical keyboards. Uh, VC Jester said axle fan G, uh, GPU coolers. Microsoft IntelliMouse from uh, Magical Flying Fox. Some really good ones. I will say uh, another one is a pick that I think everyone is going to scoff at it being just a little too young, but I did consider it. And there was a lot of there's a lot of backup here in the the nomination list. It was AM4 because I think no matter what, once again, <laughs> that's one of those things where we already know its place in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it changed everything, and that's not going to be you know. That's regardless, but <laughs> that's huh. you know I could uh, only I could only argue for for I think one uh, still in use. <laughs> so so AM4 is cool. It did definitely kick off a new era. Five years of intense competition, but it definitely didn't kick off a decade of dominance like one of the other nominees on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you brought that right back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, what, what you know, what it did for in socket upgrades, what it's mm-hmm. done for, uh, you know, get, yeah, getting yeah. getting Intel out of. I mean, Ryzen in general, I guess, getting Intel, you know, out of the four core kind of thing. So you know, it, it's all wrapped in there. But I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shoot for the 1080 Ti because we we actually have already had discussions about that for, on past episodes. So uh, that's what I'm gonna go for. Uh, we actually had some some uh, a, a lot of support for for USB. USB is an interesting one. Uh, I mean, that that definitely changed stuff, but I, I don't know if there's... I mean, would we say USB 1.0, USB 2.0, like just the USB port in general? I I would personally say USB 1.0, just from the perspective of like what's, what's being named as like the pivotal thing. Mm-hmm. Just because, yeah, like up until then, <sighs> serial and parallel ports sucked, so... even though even though today it's like a meme about like how you like try to insert flip it around and then realize it was the correct way to begin with Mm -hmm. like even given that it was such such like such a revelation compared to what we had to deal with before yeah yep okay well then then yes uh, i i nominate uh the usb 1.0 port uh if if we're okay with it if we don't think it's too general like mlc nand uh, <laughs> no, I mean, because that, that really did kick off the revolution, and you can't, I mean, I, I guess you somebody could eventually say, obviously it's too soon, but USB-C, but that's that's different to me, because it's way too soon for that. Because yeah. the thing is, when we talk about USB 1.0, we're not talking just about the the connection type itself, we're also talking, I think the speeds were also just that much better, too, compared to the older. <laughs> yeah, they were, sort of. It's just funny to think rather. that. It was. I know. But, I mean, that's how far we've come, right? Well, PS... I mean, everything, like, you remember up till USB became prevalent, it was PS2, serial, parallel. Yeah. And then, like, you had FireWire, but it wasn't as broadly supported. So, (laughs) yeah. FireWire 800. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think Firewire would ever be on my list. <laughs> yeah. Look, it no. was great. I was a, I supported Firewire, but it... Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you lost. I mean, you're... Well, I mean... I know. Can you like, be can like... I support HD uh, DVD? I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean, I could see it one day, but like you would have to have... You would, it would have to be so many others. Was... 
Was Firewire so outstanding that you would go like, yeah, that's, I mean, I guess. It was, it given just, the other options at the time. That's what made USB so great, though, because it was being widely adopted and it was it became ubiquitous. You know what I mean? Yeah. And fire. I mean, but the thing is, can you be in and the Hall of Fame any- if you were a loser? I mean, people have, right? <laughs> well, she. I mean, she tried to nominate last year uh, the the netbooks. Hey, look, we just say anything about fame versus notoriety, okay? Uh, also, we we have a good point from uh, TechKev, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Retro Sean said, uh, friend of the show said, uh, uh, he used to have serial ports, parallel ports, mouse ports, keyboard ports. Uh, yeah, yeah. So everything was just you know put onto to one. Uh, you know, you have your mouse keyboard. I mean, everything connects, you know, sound cables. sound cards, you know, yeah, webcams. Cables. Yeah. So many things are, are, are USB now. So, okay, cool. That, that's, that's, uh, that's our second round. Uh, Brad, why don't you kick off our, our third and final round of nominees? My third and final round of nominees. The one I nominate is going to depend on what you're nominating, Adam, actually, I think. Uh, uh, I don't think so- it would be the same one. All right. Well, I really liked one of the ones that you brought last year, and I want to bring it back to the list this year. Yes. Uh, the Xbox 360 controller. Yes. Uh, for Windows. Uh, for Windows. <laughs> Not for the Xbox 360. Before then, gamepads were wild west of all the goofy novelty gamepads that you would see back in the day. Uh, the Xbox 360 controller became the de facto gamepad for the PC. Everything else, you know, point can point back right to that. I think even Zinput and everything came from those days. Uh, like, the PC would not be the welcoming to all gaming powerhouse that it is if it wasn't for the Xbox 360 controller helping to play his part as well. Because while I love the keyboard and mouse, a lot of people never do that. They can play on the Xbox controller, and now it's standardized. Mm-hmm. And I love and, 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 and the great Gordon's thing about the PC right now. You, everyone you, you how flight sticks what, what do you want foot pedals you, you know yeah. I'm, you can I'm, control your game any way you want my argument is like I, I'm not opposed to it necessarily I just think that <laughs> in when you actually get you go to a museum <laughs> like the Met or something and you, you go in there and they get this exhibit or a hall of fame and you go into that room. It's, it's got, got the, the raspberry pie. It's got the special lighting. It's got the <laughs> MLC hey, it's, dunking on it. You guys got, liked it. It's I got the it. multimedia setup, and then you get in. You're like, damn! Like this is like you just like he's a ah. yeah <laughs> yeah. I can see the Xbox controller being in the Hall of Fame, but like you know, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's cool. Let's walk past this and go check out that because I I just don't see that mm. as like. <laughs> versus like 2600k thing, Gordon, Ti. you don't use controllers that's like yeah you, I, I would say i, I would say this pick the significance of the it cool i thing. used to have like a logitech uh game pad and it was one of the better ones and even then like you had it in hand i was like sure this just ain't it no there were a lot of <laughs> yeah. bad controllers well, but, but but also i i think the the point is too that this is one of the things that actually goes outside of even just pc hardware like there's people who on the console side who still love that controller you know what i mean like this is this is something i think this would get more people into the museum actually to be like oh sweet they have mm-hmm. a xbox 360 controller on on the the shelf oh what's all this other pc hardware stuff i i'm i might build a pc now let me argue this though <laughs> I, again i'm not a controller user i admit that i have a bias i don't i don't use them but let me let me say when you're when you're enshrining something <laughs> into the hall of fame are you going to put xbox controller ahead of 1080 ti or 
AM4 or, or USR Robotics 144 modem or a Core 2 Duo or I mean it's just like could be there are this. so many things that are more deserving to get in. You open this book up once a year, only three get in. And you're gonna put the Xbox yep. controller in. I'm not saying it doesn't deserve to be in there, <laughs> but I ain't picking that over a Core 2 Duo or 2600K or AM4. And there's just no way. And AM4 I would argue soon. that the Xbox 360 controller had more of a widespread impact to PC users in general, not just enthusiasts, than the 2600K or the AM4 socket upgrades. Yeah, but do people ever go like? Do you, do you <laughs> go like? Oh my god! Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> Man, that 1080 Ti was just sweet. You're like, no, man. Whew. And you remember the battle between Intel and like they finally came back after years of losing with, I mean, because Alder Lake's probably going to be a future Hall of Famer, right? Probably. Mm. You're like, yeah, they just like, just the yeah, battles. We'll and just hold like, up. it's so epic. It's we'll like, see on that one. Just hold a slugfest. Like, Xbox Six. Again, I'm, it, it'll be a small pedestal somewhere in the Hall of Fame in the future, but I'm just saying. When you're you're putting something up on the wall, the, the big one. We're filling the big rooms now. We're wait, not wait, doing wait. the small stuff. Hold up. If we're gonna if we talk about cars and like a car hall of fame, are you gonna tell me that you would leave the freaking Model T off the list because it's too much a thing for the people? I mean, think about it, Gordon. When you're ta- we're talking about AM4 and we're talking about 1080 Ti, yeah, that's the stuff that everyone's like, that's so cool. I saw it in the news, or like my friend has one and it's amazing. But when they go home at night, what do they got in their hands? A freaking Xbox 360 controller. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I would disagree <laughs> with Model T being a good analogy for the Xbox controller because it really was simply let's agree to have buttons in this pattern. I don't think it's as significant as the Model T, which it's was not just the buttons in the pattern. It's the weight of the controller. It's the shape of the shape of the controller. The durability of the controller. I mean, like X, there's ease a lot input. Of I mean, X, X input yeah. is a huge yeah. thing too. Obviously, yeah. this is hardware, so you know. But yeah, I'm I just you, saying. Two years ago, mine died. I had my original Xbox 360 controller for 20 years, probably, or however long it's been since the Xbox 360 came out, and it finally died on me two years ago. And I can still remember the moment that it died in the deep disappointment that i had because now i have to use the newer ones and they're good but they're not the same and the the original one i'm gonna check that out the original (laughs) one uh just not only nailed it it had such an impact and it nailed the design yeah yeah because i'm so excited about that over a 2600k a 1080 ti or am4 wait wait, wait, wait. so now you like the 1080 ti no i I, the 1080 ti is going to be a future hall of famer i'm just saying for me it's too soon i just think but yeah clearly no i mean the 1080 ti is just there's hardware that when it gets it gets so far in the in the rearview mirror you just you just like you have fond memories of it i just don't i just don't see the Xbox controller being above 1080 Ti or Core mm-hmm. 2 Duo or okay. 2600K or all it's those you other didn't things. Use it, dude. Yeah, it's because you, you didn't use I, it. I have three of them at home. I have four of them at home. <laughs> Elena gave no. me two wired ones. I have them at home. I don't. No, <laughs> but you don't use them. I gave them to you for your son. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I got know them. who oh. they went to. And they don't use them. <laughs> I'm just saying it's well, just should. it's just hard to believe bring that back. anybody hey, would consider yeah, yeah, yeah if they're just going to sit around bring them back I just can't Brad believe Brad. I just can't believe anybody would consider putting an Xbox controller in ahead of a of mm-hmm. all this other hardware Ooh. that is so okay. so far the longest line right. the long the the line is long so I, I just think like, I, well, that well, like you said the Beatles so. didn't get in first so you know 
I and I, you know, if, if you think the Xbox controller is the Beatles of PC hardware, I guess I would, I, I would disagree. That, but, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, maybe Journey. I mean, I love Journey. I love Journey. <laughs> Journey's awesome. But you know, Journey. Okay, I mean, Journey's I got believing Beatles. Yeah, yeah, Journey's really good. Yeah, no, I mean, but they, you know, they they didn't have the the list that the Beatles clearly did, or or Elvis, or the Rolling Stones. It's just, but still. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Put um, Tears for Fears in. I mean, that's a wonderful, wonderful band. But I mean, this is like they got along. Are they in there? Right. They must be. In. Tears for Fears must be. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, then Elena, your your second nominee, <laughs> or I'm sorry, third, third. and final third. nominee. So uh, maybe this is a peripheral that Gordon can get on board with. Mm-hmm. I am nominating. Very specifically, the 2014 Corsair MX RGB K70. Because I feel like that is the pivotal piece of hardware that influenced uh, our current RGB landscape. Mm. Like they took that and they brought it to us, and all of us went, ooh, <laughs> and it hasn't stopped since. You may hate RGB. You'll probably hate my pick if you hate RGB, mm-hmm. but you cannot deny how ubiquitous RGB is now. And I feel like Corsair and specifically this keyboard was influential in that happening Dude, because everybody else, awesome. yeah. everybody else looked at it and they were like, oh. And then I think the other, like, in my opinion, the other vendors were like, huh, I wonder if this is going to take. Oh, yeah, that's okay. We're getting on board <laughs> now. Yeah. I, you know, and, because I remember when they first shopped the K70 to us, um, it was like, holy smokes. Um, it's hard to believe you can make this. And the thing is, we talked to other keyboard vendors. Or like, And it was like, yeah, that's cool. And th- I will tell you, this is exactly what they said. Th- they said, well, that's cool. But there's no way they're going to be able to sell this thing for less than like 250 to $300. This is a super expensive keyboard with all the te- technology and the RGB controller. You cannot make this into a product that most people are going to buy. It's just, it's just, it's cool. That was a shade, but it did change everything because within a year, everybody had to have per key RGB lighting, right? It really did change everything. So that's, that's a really good pick. I like it. Nice. Okay. We got Gordon. Calm down now. Yeah. There you, no, there you I, go. Yeah. So we did. We did get a, a a twenty euro super chat from a friend of the show, Eternal Duo. A. Thank you so much. Said uh, the Xbox three hundred and sixty controller is debatably the actual software, not the hardware. The Duke in the small one uh, didn't have the software. The three hundred and sixty had the integration. So really, you're advocating for direct input, not the controller. Uh, I will say the controller itself, the for the comfort, the ease of use. You know, but yes, I mean it does include the software. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, okay, Gordon, your your point. third your third and final uh, final pick. All right, this is this is my last last uh, last um, uh, piece of hardware. I think should be inducted. Uh, the argument takes us all the way back to 1998. I need to make sure I've I've got the date correct here. It, it is 1998. Intel introduces the Intel 440BX chipset, uh, codename Seattle. Uh, this is a this was the AGP set as they called them back then because it had AGP support uh, for Intel processors. It supported slot one CPUs, you know the Pentium two. Eventually, the Pentium three uh, just ran SD RAM. Uh, the big difference was oh, because Intel had two previous chipsets for the Pentium two. 
They had the 440FX, the 440LX. The 440BX, though, supported a 100 megahertz frontside bus uh, for CPUs. And for most people, the reason why it belongs there is because the 440BX was simply the best chipset of the era. And it had such a long, durable life that Intel itself couldn't kill the 440BX. The 440BX enabled overclocking, simple overclocking, because if you bought a 66 megahertz Intel CPU, you just simply set a hardware jumper on your Asus or ABIT board, or software on the ABIT, I guess, and then you, you clocked it up to 100 megahertz, and you now had your free performance out of your Intel CPU that you 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 ran. I did that on my uh, P2266 because it was just cheap. It was like a cheap, free overclock on almost every Intel CPU the 440BX did that, uh, and it was so durable that it went from slot one to eventually also the uh, socket 370 parts ran 440BX, and it was so good that Intel's 820 chipset that supported direct RD RAM for it, a lot of people preferred the 440BX. A lot of the motherboard vendors, in fact, rebelled did a lot of these modifications to 440BX boards that most PC enthusiasts at the time preferred over the 820, which you had to pay an arm and leg for RAM bus. Uh, 440BX just gave you so many more features, and it was incredible when I think back to that age where the 440BX was just so good that <laughs> it almost killed the 820. In fact, you could probably arguably say it did more damage to RAM bus and direct R, direct RD RAM uh, than anything because the 440BX was so good. You got the overclocking. It lasted years and years and years. Intel, it was so good, Intel couldn't control the board makers because, I mean, clearly you see a lot of times now Intel and board makers are in lockstep. New chipset, by the way. Let's start sunsetting the old inventory. They do it. 440BX are like, you know what? This thing is so good. People don't want direct RD RAM. We got the demand for this. We are going to do these crazy new iterations of 440BX. And it went on and on and on. And it was like a chipset you could not kill. And it lasted years and years and years. And, you know, I mean, I eventually, of course, future Hall of Famer, Celeron 300A will go in here as well. 440BX and a 300A. That was like a free overclock to 450 megahertz for nothing, for every single one of those, like near 100% practically. So the 440BX chipset really sort of enabled all that and is probably, when you look at, I mentioned it in our AM4 video, when you think about AM4, BX the, the, the 440BX is probably the only other time that you could sort of see the comparisons of the durability of a, of a slot and socket and chipset to, to, to match AM4. And that was in the 1990s, too. That's my argument. I think it's a great argument. Like, I think AM4 like is another future Hall of Famer, and there's no way that AM4 gets into this before 440BX. So, suede. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> then uh, my third and final and the final of the list, I do want to give a, a shout-out to VC Jester. Had had a really good nominee uh the rs232 uh, the first standard for serial port just gonna he made a, a a really long case for it it was really good you should go read the whole thing over on our discord uh but i'll just read the this first line this marks uh, an important change in the world of computers because without standards like jedek and jedek and atx the personal computer would still be 
an expensive proprietary box. Back in the early days, you didn't just swap out parts like we can do now. Oftentimes, you couldn't even swap out keyboards between computers of the same brand. They'd be model-specific. This evolved into open standards on hardware, software, and operating systems, creating markets packed with competition, resulting in lower-priced universal and faster hardware. I, I don't know what that thing is, but I, I support it. That's uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, but yeah, you should go read it. It's it's, it's really good. Uh, my actual nominee is kind of a fun one. Uh, friend of the show, Devonish, actually, uh, they had put their personal Hall of Fame nominations, and and half of them are already on this list, uh, which is funny. Like the the USB port, the Xbox 360 controller, the US robotics modem, uh, and then also socket AM4. We're not going to put that on there. Um, rigged, <laughs> rigged, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Devonish has paid me off, uh, but the, the the very last one they they just kind of threw in there, which I think is kind of a fun one, is the uh, 3.5 inch floppy disk. Mm, mostly, yeah, mostly because it's uh, immortalized as the save icon. And uh, you know, if if there's something like the like the the Xbox 360 controller, I think of me. You know, I'm I'm the youngest one here to 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 make a PC. So you know, thinking of things that got me into the PC, you know, and things that were not just outside of that, you know, PC hard hardcore uh, realm are things like the Xbox 360 controllers and the floppy disk. I did use a floppy disk back in the day uh, when I was a kid with my family computer. But the uh, yeah, the the fact that it lives on as a save icon <laughs> and kids even these days don't even necessarily know what the hell it is, uh, I think is funny yeah, too. Hilarious. So yeah. So yeah, that, that's. I was uh, I, I always like those clips where they like show kids a floppy disk <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know they actually used to make save icons." <laughs> <laughs> you could probably sell all though. the floppy disks as like, "Hey, yeah. have a physical save icon." <laughs> yeah, right. Put it that on your keychain. Really great pick. I think just because the three point five floppy disk uh, did so much for taking uh, the convenience of the five. 0.25 inch floppy drives, but or sorry, disks, but uh, making them so that you didn't accidentally demagnetize your freaking data all the freaking time, <laughs> and they're also easier to store. I think I think it's kind of I think it's kind of appropriate that it has this enduring legacy because <laughs> those things also did endure relative to its predecessors. Well, you know, and the really I think one of the big advantage uh, the uh, uh, three and a half inch floppy had over, you know, five and a quarter inch floppy was. <laughs> it was firm. Uh, no, I, well, I will, <laughs> this is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not floppy, floppy disk. People would not fold them in half and put them in their back pocket <laughs> what? because a floppy disk, by the way, fits in your back pocket and might actually survive being in your back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Uh, is that smoking from experience, Gordon? I want to know this story. No, people did. They, people would. Li- they just. They, they did not understand. You could. It wasn't like an envelope, and you couldn't fold it in half and put it. And <laughs> oh it really. Gosh. That's funny. You know, and it, it really. And I think the hard shell of the 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 uh, God. Am I? It's been such a long time. Three and a half inch floppy, right? Three point fives are mm-hmm. just like. You know, you knew it was hard plastic. If you bent it too far, it was going to break. So all the non-computer people would know not to abuse them. Whereas. The uh, well, five and a quarter. Even even no as idea. a kid, I, I knew not to bend the <laughs> five and a quarter. But the really? uh, also, I I just thought of this. Uh, like that was probably the first time I can think of that I had when I was younger a fidget item. Uh, 
was like just like snapping back that, that oh little, yeah <laughs> that little thing up, like yeah so did you eventually break the spring though and they're like oh i i think i i used to like tear tear them apart just to see like the, how the whole mechanism worked to just to understand it's how it data. worked and i'm sure yeah my dad was just like what are you doing <laughs> you can't get that back and you really never folded one in half never never folded one in half you think about yeah. it that's like no. you put in your back pocket thing and no. no well no. we had we had a we had a box that, yeah so I, I i used to have it for like whatever computer games uh yeah and so it would be in a box i would keep in a box you know if i needed to load it up load it up so all right uh that that is our 12 uh nominees for 2022 let me read over them real quick uh the intel core 2 duo intel sandy bridge ati radeon 9700 pro uh, nvidia geforce gtx 1080 ti razor boomslang the u.s robotics 14.4 modem the uh western digital raptor x hard drive USB 1.0, Xbox 360 controller, the 2014 Corsair MX RGB K70, Intel 440BX chipset, and the five and a half uh, inch floppy disk. Uh, so th- those are our those are our twelve nominees. That, that now we need to kind of uh, you know debate what actually gets down to three. But before we do that, I do want to uh, take a quick second to talk about. Uh, the the sponsor of this episode, which is SK Hynix, the maker of fastest and class SSDs. Even though this this Platinum P forty one, I mean, it just barely came out, so it's, there's no way that this is you know uh, going to be a, <laughs> a list on the Hall of Fame. Uh, but who knows? Maybe one day we'll see. Uh, if if you want to get uh, Gen four speeds uh, on your PC, which I mean that that's that's the new rage, Gordon. What 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 are the speeds like on Gen four versus Gen three? It's awesome. It's uh it's double the performance. It's of double PCI the performance. Three. Yeah. It's- yeah. Yeah, why would you go three? That's that's half. Uh, you know, like you know the performance of you're talking about. You're talking about moving uh, moving around large f- file transfers. Uh, you know, you know the 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 kind of things like like for me content creation, being able to to move uh, very large uh, <laughs> video files around, right. be able to edit from the drive. You know, and the the fact that it's fast and reliable. Copying uh, of sixty gig video game. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, say say you know you, you have uh, you you have a friend who has a, a whole uh, SSD full of Netflix movies that you want to copy over to a drive. You know, there you go. Uh, you can put it over. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> if if you want to get in uh, on this awesome Gen Four uh, action, uh, please use the link down in the description uh, of of this episode. Uh, I will say that it, it is tracked. Uh, you know, but it, it does uh, go over to Amazon. You can hook yourself up with uh, either. A uh, 500 gig, one terabyte, or now two terabyte uh, NVMe SSD, and give your PC a huge upgrade. Uh, yeah. So I spoke about it last time we brought this up, but our SSD reviewer recently reviewed the Platinum P41. Totally separate. He had no idea this deal was going on, any of that. We're ethical here. Uh, and he rated it uh, four and a half stars, gave it an editor's choice award. Like it's. Uh, on par with the fastest PCI 4 SSDs you can get out there, but about $50 cheaper than the rest of them. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Hall of Fame yet, but that's definitely a winning combination. So Yeah, good good, good stuff, good prices. Uh, and thank you for being the sponsor uh, of, of today's episode. This is actually the last full nerd that they're sponsoring, uh, but we do have some other videos coming out uh, in, in the, the coming weeks. So yeah, uh, now let's get over to the deliberations, the, the fun part. Uh, the gloves Gordon. come off. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah. In in years past, we've kind of done this a little bit differently. Uh, we will kind of vote, but I do think there we should take a pause now that we have this list of twelve to to kind of look it over uh, and and say, you know, like, is there anything else anybody wants to add? Now, now that we see this list and we're like, oh, you know what? I really want to make a, a strong case for or even against something uh, right off the bat before we do our first round of voting. I really think that this is the year that we should vote in the Razor Boom Slang. Uh, it was a, I considered adding it in previous years. Like that thing, it was such a game changer. And the fact that you know Robert Krakoff died this year, like I think it'd be very fitting to his legacy to vote in it this year. We have a Jason Edits says, uh, "Please vote for the 1080 Ti, Gordon." Our. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't think I, I'd have. I mean, this is a really, really good list. Like, I mean, again, yeah, not to be, not to gonna be hard. It's an honor to be uh, nominated, as as they say, uh, when you go up to the Oscars and you lose. Um, so, <laughs> but this is a. I mean, every single piece of hardware on here deserves to be in. Question is, does it need to be in today? I don't know. Like, I think. Yeah, I think the interesting part to me is like we were talking about in the beginning. There is a little bit of a political aspect to this. So even though I'm the graphics card guy, I was going back over the already inductees, the ones we did in past years, and I've noticed that every year we've done a graphics card. So this year, I don't plan on voting for a single graphics card. I want to start spreading the love to other things. You, you actually, I think, you actually even made that promise last year. You said uh, if if the two fifty six gets in, you won't bring a, a GPU nominee. Uh, really? I totally forgot that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm glad. glad to I was going to call you out consistent. on it if you did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, also, you know, may, maybe we should talk about. Uh, I mean, we don't have any, you know, really hard and fast ground rules. But should we talk about before we getting in, into the voting, like if there is a way to to constitute? Oh, you know, it needs to be out in X amount of years, or it needs to be, you no. know, not used. No. no. No? Should be organic. Okay. okay. All right. But, you know, j- just in case you, you know you want to bring it. so so you're saying that even though people are using the 1080 Ti right now, uh, that <laughs> that you know that you, it could still be vote on it can still be eligible to be in the, in the Hall of Fame. Oh, of course. I just think it just comes down to uh, whether you can convince people to vote for it or not. You okay. know, and when you look at the list of this hardware. I and we're only letting three in again. You crack the books open. You only do it once a year. You only let three in. Would I put the 1080 Ti in now ahead of some of these others? No. I mean that that to me is is a problem. It's like I know it's going to go in there. I know I absolutely can tell you it's a future Hall of Famer, and that's why people the deference you give to the Mm -hmm. 1080 Ti, you say it's a future Hall of Famer because it it is such an incredible card. And I say it is because it's not like it was. It's still very much actively in use. So I, I just think it's it's just too soon for that for that okay. product. Well, uh, uh, Tech Kev, friend of the show, Tech Kev, gave, gave us uh, two pounds. Thank you so much. Uh, said the 440BX or the 1080Ti, Gordon knows. 440BX. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and any other last, any comments before we, we go into... Uh, this is going to crush my soul. I expected there, now that we're four years in, I expected it to get a little bit easier. But looking at this list, because I've been writing it down as we go, it is not easier. Not going to be easier for like 15 years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, that is a great thing. That, I mean, there is a lot of stuff uh, to to celebrate for, for the PC. And, um, you know, we have a pretty well-rounded crew here from, from different walks of, of the PC life. 
So, uh, so how are we gonna how are we gonna eliminate them? Uh, so the the first round of voting, we we each get five. We each get five votes um, to to place across these twelve nominees, uh, and and anything that doesn't get a vote uh, gets dropped off. Um, and then everything else that does get a vote, you know, continues into the next round uh, of voting and discussion. So, yeah, l- look at the list. Uh, I-, I have it up on on the screen. We got we got twelve good ones, twelve good ones, mm. and everyone needs to pick five. Gross. Uh, anyone want to go first? All right, I got mine. All right, Brad, go for it. All right. This sucks. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll start with Core 2 Duo. I really feel like a, a straight decade of dominance by Intel Core needs to be recognized, and I'm shocked that it hasn't been yet. Like, I think Intel's core architecture, Core 2 Duo specifically, needs to be in there. Uh, Razor Boomslang, for all the reasons I outlined earlier, and again, for the fact that I think it would be a fitting honor to his legacy. Uh, I have to go with the US Robotics 14.4 modem. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, USB 1.0, uh, I think definitely belongs in there as well. And I'm going to go with the Intel 440BX chipset because mm. Gordon sold the heck out of me in his description of it. Agreed. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Who who wants to? I had to leave off my Xbox 360. I know. I that, that's uh, about it. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know. At, at this point, everything that gets a vote, you know, goes forward at least at least one vote. So, uh, who who wants to go next? I will change. Elena, you want to? Elena's going to try to draft in so she can. Right, right. I, can, I, can go. I, I I'll go. Oh, you, you want to? You can go. Well, I'll, I'll go. Uh, so for me, I'm going to go with the uh, Intel Sandy Bridge because I think it is uh, far past time that it got in. Uh, no, we're particular model, or we're just only saying all family. Core i7 2600K or Core i5 2500K? We could just say 2500K slash 2600K because yeah, those are the two that are like really 80, 80, stood the 80, test 86. of time. Do we, do you have, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. So let me change that. So 2500K, even though I, I think I personally had a 2500 non-K for my first PC build, but whatever, that's fine. Yeah, but the Ks were the yeah. Ks were actually part of the reason they had such longevity. So one of the things I left, unfortunately left out when I was pitching it, uh, was the fact that those overclocked extremely well, too. So that was also still the era when you had more headroom for overclock. So, like, you could, that's one of the reasons why they got such longevity, because you could just bring that clock speed up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. get a little yep. more juice out of it. Okay, uh, so my, my other ones are the, uh, the fourteen forty, uh, or the the fourteen four modem. I I don't remember what modems I used back in the day, but I I do remember using modems, and that is a uh, that is a nice <laughs> a nice thing to remember. Uh, USB one point I, I definitely couldn't get any work done without it. Uh, and I am going to throw in for the Xbox three sixty controller to continue to round two. So those are my five. All right. Hmm. I'm going to say, I, I think Brad made a really strong argument for the Boomslang. It really was arguably the first actual gaming mouse, and the fact that the creator is, is passed is, is definitely uh, an homage to, to that person. So, Boomslang. Mm-hmm. Ah, damn. <laughs> these are really, these are, these are tough. Um, USB 1.0. Mm-hmm. 
That's two, right? Mm-hmm, that's two. Three more. Three more. I mean, beat or the 440BX chipset. Yeah, I mean, Come yeah, on. 440BX. That's that's clearly, but now so like I got two more. I mean, unless you don't have to. I mean, it is going. No, no. It is already going. No, no. To the to the the second round. Brad already has a vote on it, so. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. Oh damn! This is so painful. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Use robotics modem. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. You got one you know, more. The acronyms were forming I here. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna do. Oh, just kind of like. Uh, I, this is crazy, but I'm gonna say Corsair MX K70 keyboard. Mm. I know that's probably not going to get any of the votes, but I just think like oh, okay. it really did. Again, just like the the boom slang, it changed everything. That K70 mm. keyboard. Okay, all right, sweet. Uh, Elena, you're you're last. You, you get to to save any of these off the list if you want. I can. Yeah. Okay, that's so, a power. Uh, I'm definitely <laughs> voting for 2500K slash 2600K. Yes. Um, I think that uh, I see Brad's point about core uh, dominance and it needing acknowledgement, but I feel like Sandy Ridge is part of that legacy, so it kind of acknowledges it because, I mean, that's 10 years on one, the second uh, generation of core, like, as we know it, core chips. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Definitely the modem. That mm-hmm. I feel like that was just so pivotal. Um, I'm actually going to give a vote to the floppy disk because I also (laughs) think that it is, it was a really large part in, um, furthering, you know, PCs in homes at the time because it made it more convenient to deal with like having to save files. And, you know, these days we just go to the store, we go and pick up another SSD or whatever, because they're so inexpensive. But back then it was really, it was not easy for people to expand their storage. Um, so it's like the precursor to USB drives. And it, I think it made a huge difference because of that. Uh, let's see. Everything's already kind of got a vote here. So I guess I'll just plus mm-hmm. one some of these. Yeah. Let's see. Well, That's uh, three. I, I will say uh, Dr. Ian Cutris, Tech Tech Potato says Raptor, Raptor, Raptor. <laughs> Save the Raptor. I even, I didn't vote for it because, you know, again, this is like, I it's against it's all hard. this other it's just like it's against hard. this other hardware no i mean it just i it's love really the raptor cool. but against this um uh another plus one for the 440bx because man you sold the heck out of that gordon <laughs> that was that was quite is it good speech right good speech mm. the good part good speech about a great part I like how Adam went first, so he could take my first initial. <laughs> <laughs> well, chat chat's now saying it's confusing, so I, I changed it to Y for. No, it's for funny you. though because it still forms my initials for uh, Sandy Ridge, so I'm good. Yeah, that is mine. <laughs> and U.S. Robotics gets baggy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, how many votes have I done? Four already, uh, right? Three. Three, really? One, two, three. Oh no, you've done four. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you've, I you've got four, one so one last vote. Yeah. Oh gosh. You know what? For you, Ian, I will save the Raptor for one more round. I don't think it's going to survive past that, but I, I will see it through to the next round because everything else that I want saved is already going through. All right. Well, that, that means uh, through, through this voting, uh, we've only knocked out one part, uh, which is the ATI Radeon uh, 9700 Pro. It's going to uh, shrink fast, though, because our votes are going to go I might down. stump for that next year. 
Yeah. It's yeah, I mean, you know, it's it just wasn't his time this year. So, you know, it it happens. Uh good good part, but not not this year. Not this year, so I'm going to take that off. Uh, my numbering's going to be all messed up, uh, so I just will leave it. Uh, okay, then let me let me clear the the field again. Uh, now that we have the votes in, uh, I would say there there's only one of them, only one of them that got a clean sweep, and that was the uh, U.S. Robotics 14-4 modem. If we want to, do, do we think? that that should just go in at, at this point do you think there's enough support to just say hey you know what this is this is going to go to the end we should just go ahead and lock this in or or no is, is are, are people like hey you know we'll see we'll see how it goes hey things can change things can change things yeah. can change okay. like i having done lots of competitions in my life there are definitely people who are top of the list for callbacks for the first round who don't make finals after yeah. the second or third round so and doesn't mean they're that doesn't mean they're crap. It just means that you know what comes next come uh, did not uh, work out in their favor, unfortunately. To me, it's one of four strong contenders, so I don't feel comfortable locking it in either. Okay, all right, mm. all right. Then uh, the the slate is clean. Is, is there any <clears throat> any more arguing we we want to do? Uh, do? Do we do we want to try to pare down the two Intel chips and consolidate? No, any, those want? just stand on their own. Any, anyone want to say the the Xbox 360 controller is going to come in too soon? I can tell you I'm not going to vote for either of those Intel chips because I'm going to vote for that Intel chip set instead. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> How many votes are we getting now? Four? Uh, three. Three. Three votes. Well, we went down to three from yeah, five? That's true. We yeah. got to narrow it down. We got to narrow it down. What? <sighs> that's, that's why it gets hard. So, yeah, now now, now everyone gets three votes. Three votes. I don't like these rules. Uh, and it, it is uh, just to give everyone a little, a little bit of extra time and to, while you do your picks, uh, the, the list of nominees continues to be the Intel Core 2 Duo, the Intel 2500K slash 2600K, the NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1080 Ti, the Razer Boomslang, the US Robotics 1440, I'm sorry, 14.4 modem, <laughs> keep wanting to say 1440p, uh, the Western Digital Raptor X hard drive, USB 2. Point, or I'm sorry, USB 1.0. Uh, the Xbox 360 controller for Windows, uh, 2014's Corsair MX RGB K70 keyboard, uh, Intel 440BX chipset, and the 3.5-inch floppy disk. Floppy, floppy, floppy. Uh, TechF says, uh, now now I'm just going to play the outro and, uh, and we'll go home. Just kidding. Yep. This is our quiet. See, this is Brad predicted it, and he was right. We yep. just get really quiet because it gets That's so true. depressing. That's true. So we have to make cuts to things that we don't want to cut. It's hard. Uh, who who went first last? I you know me. Do, do you want to go first again, or All right, <laughs> I can go first if you need more time. You can go first, and I'll go after you. All right. Uh, I am definitely going to throw in for the the Intel twenty five uh, twenty five hundred K twenty six hundred K. Uh, I think I think it, it's time. Uh, I'm obviously going to throw in for the G, GTX 1080 Ti because I think it is time. Uh, and man, this is this is hard. <sighs> this is hard I, for me. It's between the USB 1.0 and the Xbox 360 controller. I'm going to keep the Xbox 360 controller in here because I, <laughs> I I hope one one other person does the the USB 1.0. So. There you go. No, those are my three. This could be very unhappy with you now. <laughs> I just I. 
All right. Okay. All right. I'm ready. No, I'm ready. Okay, Brad, Brad, please. I, I will be that person keeping in USB 1.0 because okay, I was good. between that and one other one. And since you said that, that was the deciding factor because I couldn't decide between them whatsoever. That's there the reason go. I was waiting. There you go. Uh, I'm also going to go with the Razor Boom Slaying. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, I think it's time. I think it's much more time for that than these chips at this point. Uh, and I'm also going to go with the Intel 440BX chipset. Okay, there we go. There's, there's Brad's three. Gordon, you want to go next? So th- this is the reason why it is political, because there's just things <laughs> that should not happen. And there's no way, I mean, 2500K, 2600K, awesome. But not as significant as the Core 2 Duo, which yep. was the comeback story after mm-hmm. losing to, you know, embarrassingly losing to AMD for many, many. It's a familiar story, right? But Core 2 Duo changed everything i gotta vote for core 2 duo just because it should be on this list further and i don't think it should go i don't think 2500k should go in before core 2 duo frankly i wholeheartedly agree that that'd be my argument for it now the problem is i only have two how many votes i get three so i get three votes yeah two left so now i can like what else can i save to hopefully win in 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 further balloting this is in fact this is the reason why the whole baloney thing of like who's mvp and the whole who who is goes you can just see that when you have a bunch of journalists picking around all the politics that go into this the exact same ridiculous arguments that go into it court duos one yep mm. Is there any? You gotta, you gotta pick two. I gotta pick two. I, I have to pick two. Is there anything else that really should be saved? I don't. I, I don't think because I don't know if I would say U.S. Robotics fourteen four. Okay. Yep. And the four forty chipset. Okay. I'll let the others get sacrificed. All right. There we go. There's Gordon's picks. Elena E. All right. So this is the sad part where sometimes you have to leave things behind because bringing them along isn't going to really do anything for them in the long run, (laughs) unfortunately. So uh, definitely the modem. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I'm actually... Despite what I just said, <laughs> I am still going to bring forward the floppy disk because, like, <laughs> it's just so—it's uh, just such a part of history. Iconic, um, literally iconic. <laughs> it wasn't. We could. Do we want to give done. it a particular model? Were they TX? Was that the what you got? Because I was like, I the, and you think about the most ridiculous kind of like nerd, nerd ass kind of thing to say, like, oh yeah, you got to have the TX. <laughs> for your 1.44 inch floppy okay you know like 1.44 uh storage capacity not inches but it was just like 1.44 gotta have the tiac i i i don't know i i don't have a particularly strong i don't think no. this one is actually okay. tied to any specific okay. model that like revolutionized anything i think it was just the fact that it existed okay um, got one more i know <laughs> i know I think the others that I would want to save are already saved. So in that case, I'm just going to make more of a, a political stand here and put my third vote towards Sandy Bridge. Mm. Okay. There we go. I like it. All right. Then uh, with that, there are 
two things that got knocked off. Uh, no support. The WD Raptor X uh, hard drive. So I'm going to take that off the list, as well as the 2014's Corsair MX RGB K70 keyboard. Someday, someday uh, unicorn barf. I'll someday, get you on there. Someday RGB will get its uh, due, but I guess not today. So, man, we I think this is this is the longest third round list uh, <laughs> we we have ever had. Um, yep. So let me update that. Uh, we have nine. So we've we've only <laughs> we're in the third round, and we've only knocked off three. <laughs> um wow <clears throat> uh okay uh here here is where here here's okay. where it, it gets a little political do, do, do i i really think there's going to be a, a showdown between core 2 duo and 2500k slash 2600k we got two I people know. who are on duo two people who are on sandy bridge i didn't vote for either uh, I would be in the court of core two duo to me personally, Sandy bridge is the one that tugs my emotional heartstrings. Like that's the era that I'm like, Hey, that those chips rock socks, those and Ivy bridge. I love them. But to me, you gotta recognize the history in core two duos where it started. That's the point of the hall of fame. Like to me, you got to lay the groundwork before you start building on top of it, and that's why I would vote for the Core Two Duo over Sandy Bridge. But honestly, I'm not going to vote for either anyway. So, oh, okay. well, spoiler. <laughs> Red Light, forget that history. Something else is more important. Okay. Uh... <clears throat> I really don't think the GTX 1080 Ti is with this list of what's left. Like to me, that's just like the odd duck out. To me, the GTX 1080 Ti and Sandy Bridge are the two odd ducks out. It's just my personal feelings looking at this list. Just because they're too new? And Xbox People controller. People are still using it? The significance is just... What, it, yeah, it's just not, the significance. It's just it's significance of it, you know? Okay. All right. I mean, they're 1080... both excellent. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't know. If, I think 1080 Ti, part of its special place is its price, right? That was... Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. It didn't. It's not like it. Like, oh my God, we're losing. There's no comeback story with the 1080 Ti. I, I know we got it. Well, we the 1080 get... Ti was the first truly 4K. Like, you could do some serious 4K gaming on it, and you couldn't really do that before. But sorry, Adam. I was just gonna say, uh, you know, the uh, uh, CC in in the chat says uh, 1080 Ti is on the ballot every year and never wins. You know, I think that's why I'm trying to to really push it. If, if it's been on every year, there's a reason for it. Yeah, because it's know. a future Keep Hall trying. of Famer. <laughs> Keep trying to I will it. say that if we look over the list of the current Hall of Fame, we mm-hmm. have the NVIDIA GeForce 8800 GT. Yeah, I can we have the up. GeForce 256, and we have the 3DFX Voodoo, which was absorbed by NVIDIA. Uh, I think before another GeForce card gets in there, it would have to be a Radeon card inducted in. So I would be more likely to have voted for the Radeon 9700 Pro uh, for the political reasons of it. Uh, and because I feel like that is more of a testament to history than the GTX 1080 Ti. But I really just don't think it's the, with this list, it's the GTX 1080 Ti's time just yet. Hmm. As much as I love it and brought it myself last year. <clears throat> okay. Also, uh, it, it it sounds like, I you know I I'm willing to admit when uh, when I don't think something's gonna move forward I, I I guess the Xbox 360 controller is not its time I I think I'm probably the last one who would who would vote on it so I'm okay you taking on the yet. list or is it or is there yeah. anybody else who would want it to stay on the list 
I fully I mean, intended to go to the mat for that thing, but y'all brought such great picks. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we shouldn't be voting about who to just strike. I think we should just vote. I mean, well, I feel, I feel like if I know, if, you know, I'm, I'm the one who brought it up. If I know I'm the only one who would, you know, vote on it again, then that's okay to kind of sacrifice it off. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, think it's a little... No? I think it's better. I mean, I personally would prefer to have, like just like my decision time be my decision time as opposed to like being asked to make two separate decisions personally okay right all right all right well then and any more arguments or should we just vote if we do it we're doing three again no two we're, we're down to two yep two all right this is where it gets difficult yep. I mean, unless we just want to difficult. pull the band-aid off. Actually, in past years, we went down to one. This is where no, we went down to one. No. Really? No. I disagree with that. Let's not do that. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do two then. Um, I I mean, so when I take my, my personal preferences out of here. This, this, wait a second. Yep. This list is so big. Do you, should we do three and do it by counts? Because people were having carryover things last round saying, I'm just going to keep the raptor drive and the floppy disk and the 1080 ti going stuff like that should we say hey this might be the final round we'll each vote for three but we're going to go off counts for each of these yeah, i like that. two makes it a little hard i like that mm. okay yeah so you could say because we're nominating three in, we could just say these are the three of this list that i would nominate in. No, i like that just go off it, the it democracy also, of it it also makes it a stronger case that it actually is getting consensus mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. true okay <clears throat> uh anyone who want to go first I can go first I'll, <laughs> if you want. I was about to say me, but you can go first. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> then I'm going to go with uh, USB 1.0. I'm going to go with uh, Sandy Bridge. <sighs> and I'm going to go with the 14.4 modem. Those those are my three. I, I it, it, For me, it was down, down to Sandy Bridge and, and 1080 Ti. I, th- I think I'd rather see Sandy Bridge in there than 1080 Ti. Uh, and I think it, it needs more support. <laughs> well, something? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll go next. So we'll go counterclockwise? Okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Sure. Whatever. All right. I'm, I'm, cause I, again, I, I, I fundamentally think Core 2 is more significant than Sandy Bridge. So uh, Core 2 Duo. Mm hmm. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this makes for a riveting radio. Uh, the boom slang. <laughs> okay. And the last one I will have to pick. Also, I'll say there's a lot of people in the chat saying the 1080 Ti. Just, yeah, just, just because, you know. Yeah, you Reasons know, that's a, the problem. And that the problem with it is when the... And if we were to use a sports analogy, when it's so popular currently because it's still playing, that is that is not a reason to 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 judge it. I think it's just too soon for me still. Uh, Mr. Seven Digit points out chat is never wrong. I agree. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I mean, chat did carry me to a win of the... Uh, no, 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 no. And this is why I love you, Internet. I say hello, Internet, at the start of every episode, but sometimes you let me down. <laughs> uh, also, wow, we got a, 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 a Zeru and Luzin Topcats. It gave us uh, 200 
rupees ruples uh i I think is what it is thank you so much said uh one six and eight that is the core two duo usb 1.0 and the 440bx chipset see that's thank you thank you see the problem is i only have one vote left and i i and i'm just willing to sacrifice i mean between 440bx and usb 1.0 you know usb the significance of USB 1.0 definitely is is above that, so I'm voting for USB 1.0 as my last oh, pick. Wow, plot twist! No, because uh, you know you you have to weigh. That is surprising. That is surprising. You, you sort of like as you you winnow down the field, you sort of weigh like you know USB 1.0 really really it really has changed everything. More so, it was more impactful than 440bx in a lot of ways. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Who wants to go next? I think we're going counterclockwise, yeah, so that sure. would be All me. Right. All right, let's do it. Uh, modem. Okay, yep. The definitive, decisive decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why it starts to get difficult. Uh, I'm going to put one... Uh, Okay, I want to preface this decision by saying that if I feel like this is one of the things you do because you just want to get it out of the way so the thing that you want to happen will finally happen. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to have this eternal debate forever when they both should just get in there already. So I will put a vote towards Core 2 Duo. Core 2 Duo, wow. Okay, uh, dang, wow. I did not see that one coming either. Sometimes you got to make the strategic choice, not the emotional choice. the band-aid. Dang it. Yeah. You you get one more. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Okay, here we go. Um, Oh. 10 ETI. All right, cool. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Why does this have to be so difficult? <laughs> uh, like if this, it's uh, it's just you can vote for something, but sometimes it feels like you're just throwing your vote away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, More will definitely get cut. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just it hurts me, but. I I want to protect it, so I'm going to throw the vote to USB 1.0. Okay. Well, right. Brad, you are you're in last place. All right. I'm going to go with the Core 2 Duo so we can lock that in because that needs to be in here. Okay. Or hopefully lock it in. Uh, I'm going to go with the Razor Boom Slang because... That's the one I feel strongly about this year. That's going to get a vote for me for every round. Uh, and it's a toss-up between a few of them, but I'm going to go with USB 1.0. Ooh. Ooh. Dang. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. And there's a lot of pushback against USB 1.0. And yeah, it did take a long, long chat. time to mature in the chat. But I do want to point out, we went from a parallel connection for your printer, a serial for whatever odd device, maybe a modem back then. Modem. Modem, probably. I mean, and you had PS2 for mouse and keyboard. 
All that yep. was eventually combined into USB 1.0. Yeah, it wasn't flippable, but I interviewed the person who created USB 1.0, and they wanted to make it flippable. If they made it flippable, it wouldn't have survived. It would have cost too much. So, and the uh, it's funny because we talk about USB C to be the one cable to rule them all and everything, but really USB 1.0 that was the idea the entire time mm-hmm. and just the legacy of what it is. It's taking a while to get there. That's all. Yeah. Four forty BX. Yeah, so I know. no, I can You know, you got floppy disk. Yeah, the the ones that did not get a vote and are are out is the Xbox three hundred and sixty controller for Windows. Uh, it, it'll get in one of these days. Uh, the Intel four hundred and forty BX chipset, the three point mm. five inch uh, floppy diskette. Uh, Kelt, uh, front of the show, Kelt from Falcon Northwest would like to point out it was. The full name was Diskette. Oh, yes. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, the, the chat <laughs> voted on the, the 1080 Ti very heavily. I put it, I marked it on here, but the chat is not mm. an official vote yet because there is no tiebreaker. We use uh, the chat for the tiebreaker, so. Um, it's clearly a future Hall of Famer, though. Future Is it Hall crossed of off the list, though? Uh, but now, now, it now it will be crossed off the list. So we are down to yeah. five. So I think... I mean, we 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 do have one that only got one vote, but you know, I I, th- I think five is still, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, it's fine to keep it, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Oof. Then uh, let me reset the the list here. Is everything that has at least one vote. This is everything that at least had one vote. Okay. Uh, so now now I think we just do one vote. What? No, we can't do just do one vote. You don't There's think no so? Way to get- consensus on oh, that true. No. yeah you oh, can't get true. a consensus on okay. that okay all right all right then we will but three still seems too high you just think we do like which ones get the most yeah three and go by the count yeah democracy yeah yeah because i think it's it's important for being able to form a, like a, a consensus okay this is the hardest year we've had for this yeah <laughs> this, this, so. is, this really yeah. is the hardest year there there were yeah. standouts in last year's and easy throwaways <laughs> Okay. Liquid R in chat says we should get 1.5 votes each. We one point. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not gonna do math. Yeah, math. I hate math. Uh, okay, I'm I'm just gonna go in real quick. Uh, I'm gonna go the uh, Sandy Bridge, the modem, and USB 1.0. Those are my three. And I'm gonna do Core Two Duo. I'm gonna do the Boom Slang, and I'm gonna do USB. Oh, that's okay. Uh, all right, <laughs> USB 1.0. Okay. We're looking at significance. Mm-hmm. Razor boom slang. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I have to say. Ah, yeah. I oh, guess yeah. modem. I, I modem. <laughs> Man, wow, S- swaying some votes there. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, David Wellman has a good point. We should do ranked voting. Yeah, you know, you know what? You know, this is every year oh, we just do it a little yeah. different. You know, yeah. Let's this mirror is not, not scientific. Let's mirror ranked choice voting, which nobody understands. See, here's the thing: you got to prepare for ranked choice. Uh, we pretty much just wing it on here. Yeah, so. we're, we're, just, we're just winging it. Yeah, I will tell you, I am an American voter, and like I pay attention to like that much to it, and like you expect me to understand ranked choice too. What is that? I don't, man. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Elena, you're you're the final one. Oh God. Okay. Um, 
Uh, Rotom, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, core 2 Duo. Mm -hmm. And... You know what? It's it's gonna happen. USB 1.0. Yeah, that's a good one. You looked like you had the weight of the world on your shoulders <laughs> as you were picking those choices. <laughs> right? I yeah. Was like, that, but I will that is say hard. though, there was it wasn't even the weight of the world. There was this. There's always this like you know the person that net nominated the netbooks last year is the same little person inside me who's like. Just also vote for Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it been, yeah well, that was also me. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say, I mean, should at this point, before we do another round of voting, just say consensus USB 1.0, and then we're down to picking two more. What are the counts on? Do we have any two that are more than the rest? Uh, well, we have a we have a three, which is the modem. We have two twos, which are Duo and Boomslang, and a, a one, which is Sandy Bridge. I would say we just lock in those top three. I think that would count mm, we have democracy to, do... to me. Nope. Well, I... we have to do a no. runoff between the the ones with two votes. Okay. If if we do it that way, or or we could just clean the slate again. Say USB one is in. No, we uh, should lock that in. Yeah. I'll take that off the table. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean that 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 one is, that one is obvious. Uh, that one is obvious. Uh, so I will. Kind of adjust that. Uh, yeah. Well, then, do do we do we do it between these four? Uh, but then there's only two with two left, right? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah. So the way so the way it yeah. works is right now is <clears throat> that USB 1.0 is basically locked because that's all four of our votes, right? Yep. And then yep. the modem has three of our votes, and then we have two of them with two votes, which is the boom slang and the core two duo, and then in last place with only one vote is Sandy Bridge. Should we lock in the modem and then just each I mean, cast one? Yeah, I, I'm fine locking in the modem personally, but uh, I think hey. Brad's the only one who didn't vote on the modem last time, so... I'm I fine with locking that in. I don't even know what's going on, but I'm just <laughs> yeah. looking at the screen and I pick what's on the screen. So. <laughs> okay. uh, well, US... Uh, I don't want to have 50 rounds of this. Okay. So. 14-4. Yeah, it's lunchtime already modem. for us on the West Coast. Uh, yeah, okay. So then uh, the, the modem and USB 1.0 are locked in. I'm going to clean the slate. Uh, Bye, Sandy Bridge. I'll miss you for another year. Sandy Bridge. Yeah. It, it will get in. It now? will get in. Yeah, Sandy Bridge is off the list now. So now we each get one vote, uh, and it's between the Core 2 Duo and the Boom Slang. With the chat as a tiebreaker, if we need it. Uh, with the chat as a tiebreaker, if we need it. I will say, for one, I, I, haven't, I haven't mentioned this, but, uh, like... I actually didn't even know what the bloom boom slang was. Really, uh, personally, yeah, I I don't really know its significance. Uh, I don't know if that means anything in these the list of of Hall of Fame or what we're we're uh, you know betting on here or not. Uh, but my my so my vote is Core Two Duo. I did have a laptop that had Core Two Duo in it, so I'm fine supporting that. I never used a boom slang. I don't know what it is. So, so the the razor boom slang was you know what's interesting is I didn't like it personally because uh, i thought it was shaped for people like et you have et fingers yeah. to use it and i honestly did not 
and it was crazy because it's like I got an IntelliMouse, and this thing is like this does not even fit my hand at all. So I I did not like the original Boomslang. It did not fit my hand. But you know there are different hands, there are different play styles. Um, but it was the first, you know, arguably. Well, I'm sure someone else will be first, some subset. But it was arguably the first consumer uh, gaming mouse focused on gaming, and it really did sort of kick off the entire war of gaming mice. Before everyone votes, I know Adam already voted, but I'm just going to point out something real quick when you're considering, which Mm -hmm. is, this is the first time I feel like that I can remember, maybe I don't remember it correctly, but this is the first time that Core 2 Duo has made it to the finals. And we can settle settle this question of Core 2 Duo versus Sandy Bridge, which is going to perpetuate forever (laughs) in perpetuity if we don't settle this. That's a good point. So I just want to put that, like, Brad, I totally hear you on, like, wanting to honor somebody's legacy, and I emotionally am on board with that, but I'm also thinking about the future here. (laughs) (laughs) If we do, yeah. Uh, I just want to put that out there before everyone else votes. Yeah, <laughs> once the core two duo is in, we don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> I I think it is one of those unfortunate things where you have two such memorable um, pieces of hardware that are going to be battling it out for a while. So you mean the duo and the Sandy Bridge? Unless unless yeah, I mean unless core two. You're right, Elena. If we, it goes in this, but is that? I mean, Razor Boomslang. There was before Boom. You could argue there was Boomslang before Boomslang and after Boomslang and. I mean, it's kicked off a, a, a multi-hundred million, hundreds of millions dollar industry, and people pay attention to mice, even though, again, it, that didn't work for me. You know, it did change everything. And, and again, you know, Brad said the, the person who created it past this year would be just such a cool... That's sort of like the politics of it, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like, this yeah. is the, the time to do it. And I, and I, let's face it, Core 2 Duo is a future Hall of Famer. It will get in. So I'm voting for Razor Boom. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I, I will I, say. I had to try, though. Yeah, I will say some people in the chat also were like me and had no idea what the Boom. Oh, somebody's saying, so. why don't you show a picture of it? I will. And let me tell you, oh, you had to have yeah, okay. E.T. When I'm joking, you think it's I'm joking? Ugly. Like you really like, oh, maybe if my fingers are about two inches longer, I could use this mouse. It didn't. It didn't. You know, and it, it was slower, it it started the whole like, if you have this kind of grip on your mouse, you have that kind of grip on your mouse. Was it marketing? Some people swore by it. I personally stuck with my IntelliMouse, which I actually had on a list to to nominate, but it was not going to. It wasn't even going to get anywhere with the the hardware here. So, uh, okay. So let me save this. Uh, this is actually the the in- image I'm saving. Uh, here's. Uh... Let me throw it up it's here. It's like a pear mixed with a cockroach mixed with a <laughs> eyeglass. Uh, yeah, this is actually a uh, an image of uh, of Linus Tech Tips covering it. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Razor. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Okay, let me take that off. Thank you. Uh, all credit goes to Linus Tech Tips and his big conglomerate. Please don't see this. Um, you know, I just, like, I should have kept all this hardware. I mean, there's no way I could have, but it's like, you know, everybody... It's just like a piece of history, right? So, yeah, is it that memorable though? If if I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to say I know everything, but you've told me plenty about like, you know, the the four the the the, the BX BX four forty chipset yeah. things like that. You know, a lot of this stuff, even though I didn't personally use it, I knew was like, oh, okay, well, that's before my time. It's also important. I've heard about it. 
the boom sling wasn't before my time necessarily and i never even really heard about it so well do you use a gaming mouse adam i mean but whatever <laughs> you would not be using a gaming mouse except for those you know the i know but we can't or... vote it in just because like it's the first one i mean once again like there's so many other firsts you know <laughs> like so if, if we went just by that okay yeah. but I... that's just me Brad or Elena, you 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 two are the the next ones. <laughs> this is so hard. I'm going with the boomslang. I, I said I was are. gonna do it the whole time. I know you are. So I'm going with the chord two duo, which means it goes to the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Did that for a reason. Did that for a reason. Thank you, Elena. High for virtual <laughs> high five. Uh, that was awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then this is this is the point where democracy rules. Uh, <laughs> we weren't yeah. a, we weren't able to do it last year. Uh, so now get in in the chat right now. <laughs> do you vote for the core two duo or the razor boom sling? You can say one or number two. Uh, if if you don't want to write I think, it out, I think we should have one person make a speech representing the hardware that they they. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Brad, do well, you want to? No, those are both those are both my picks. I nominated both of those. Yeah. I can't I can't vote against. I can't stump against my babies. Uh, also, uh, yeah. Well, but you stump for the razor boomsling. Why should we vote for the boomsling here? I mean, Why should it's, it's kind of it's kind of already too late? There's a lot of <laughs> there's right. a lot of numbers coming in. Oh, wow, there's a lot of numbers. Oh, actually, no. So, so, yeah, you can't. Come you on, can't dude. vote. Come on, Joe. I, I see what you're doing there, Joe. That is not. And Gordon typed F. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. You can do a poll in here. I can do a poll. Okay. Oh, really? man. Yes. Okay. I forgot. I always forget that this exists. Okay, let's do Core that. Core 2 Duo. Or okay. the uh, while you're, uh, boom slang. While yes. you're setting that up, I do want to set the record straight and say, <clears throat> even though I didn't vote for the boom slang, I don't think it's fair to call that mouse ugly without also saying that the entire aesthetic between the late 90s and early 2000s was ugly. Okay, like that yeah. thing was a product of its time. Like that was considered very like, like chic at the time, honestly. <laughs> I, now, I, whether you hate it is a matter of opinion. Like, I personally am not a big fan of, like, 80s fashion. So, you know, I know. I'm sorry. I just... You probably didn't have to do the stupid bang stuff, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, this is this is actually really fun, having this poll thing. I, I can't believe I've, I've never used it before. This is, oh my gosh. This is pretty good. It's, so many it's, votes. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I so far, 61 votes. Can I votes. vote for this? You can, you but can, you know yeah. you should not vote for it. I just want to say... I'm going to make a sum for both of these. Intel Core 2 Duo. Remember, at the time, Intel was getting its its butt handed to it by AMD. It had, it had lost for probably the first time in, in its history, and it felt like the Pentium 4 was possibly the, the worst, you know, uh, design ever that had gone. It was just mm-hmm. a bad luck after bad luck. They introduced the Core 2 Duo, which was based on the original Core core duo which is a marome i think if i if i remember all the way back 20 percent plus faster than the best amd cpu and immediately it flipped overnight from everybody wanting an amd cpu to everybody wanting an intel cpu core two duo that's significance of it and also intel would basically rule for 10 years with uh, pc gamers and enthusiasts after the, the the victories of the original core the Razer Boomslang was arguably the first gaming mouse ever. It yes. changed 
what gamers thought about mice and made them think about how they hold the mice mouse. It made them think about the the shape of it, the buttons, the the DPI, and it really arguably ushered in an era of of gaming. It was it was it was part of gaming PCs. So and yep. the person who created the uh, uh, Razer Boomslang, I can't remember his name, but. Robert Krakow. Robert Krakow passed away this year. What other best way to give uh, him a send off by to vote in his creation into the Hall of Fame? And it, I think it's not even arguably the first gaming mouse. I think most people would say that was the first gaming mouse. It was five times faster than anything else around at the time. And on top of all the stuff Gordon already talked about, as I said, they signed a deal with Fatality. It was the first esports deal before esports were a thing. So. And it did, I mean, because don't you remember, everybody was like, it didn't. It doesn't matter what the mouse was. And the first time you mm-hmm. really used a gaming mouse, you're like, oh, actually it does. I'm actually it a better matters. gamer with the better mouse. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, I'm going to, it's been, it's been about two, two minutes. Uh, I'm going to give it another, uh, we're, we're almost at a hundred votes. Um, 95 now that you've given your, your, your great, uh, delineation just just gonna wait for another second get your get your votes in now get your votes in now uh i will say joe uh, hornacy gave us a ten dollar sticker thank you so much uh I, I appreciate that uh and i'm glad i got to use the uh the the voting system here uh okay 98 votes also i uh, get, get your votes in oh i was yeah. gonna oh, i took i took notes for all of my nominees this year i do that every year so i can have a cheat sheet the only thing I have written for Core 2 du- Duo is literally, bruh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This just in. This just in, Gordon. Uh, I have to interrupt our... Uh, oh, crap. Really? Uh, oh, there, there we oh. go. The, uh, we, we have oh. the, the results of the poll complete. Uh, we Out of 100 votes uh, in the chat for the third and final nomination of the 2022 PC Hardware Hall of Fame is the core two duo with 85 percent uh in the boom slang with 15 percent uh, i should have put a third vote <laughs> third <laughs> just kidding as like uh, abstain uh and there you go the uh the razor or the, i'm sorry the the intel core two duo uh that's a faux pas it's uh <laughs> decided in the envelope decided decided by chat um then i am going to go over here Update the the list, and this will say Intel Core uh, Two. It, it, was there any spaces between the Core Two Duo, or yeah, was it all Core Space, space. Oh, it's Two space Core duo. Space Two okay. Space Duo? All right. Well, then uh, this, Do we want a particular oops. model. I guess it was a six eight hundred Core Two Duo six eight. Was it the six eight hundred? I can't remember. Sixty six hundred is the one I always think of. That's for that's but. for the cheap people. This core two duo, core two duo is fine. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, yes, we we have our our we've we've done this four years, three years. No, four years in a row now. Yes. Yes. Four years in a row now, and we now have twelve pieces of PC hardware in the current Hall of Fame. Gordon, you want to read over the uh, the current list? Our current uh, the the current. Uh, members of the full nerd PC, you know, it really needs a John Fashita voice. But anyway, the current <laughs> members of the PC Hardware Hall of Fame include Intel's 8086-8088, the IBM Model M, NVIDIA GeForce 8800GT, the original 3DFX Voodoo, Raspberry Pi, MLC NAND, Athlon K75 1GHz, 
Sound Blaster 1.0, GeForce 256, and now USB 1.0, US Robotics 14.4 modem, and Intel Core 2 Duo. Man, wow, we got a modem in there. That's good. We, we got another CPU. Uh, so, yeah, we, we got some good CPU representation here. We got a modem. We got uh, USB. Can I, can I, uh, special for this year, can I make a suggestion? Please. That when we, whenever you go to the slide that shows the full lineup of this year's uh, inductees, mm-hmm. we also add like a special call out for the boom slang, especially because of, you know, the circumstances around the, you know, the creator's passing. Uh, maybe we call it like runner up or, you know, honorable mention or something. Oh, did Brad freeze freeze? Oh, he did. I he, thought he was deep, deep in thought. I thought he was deep in <laughs> he thought, was like, too, He's like, man, not. he's really he's thinking like, about this. Oh, no. He, he was, you've stunned him. You've silenced. <laughs> bro. He's just mad about the chat. He's mad about duo. putting things to chat oh, again. Uh, no, he's gone. Wow, okay. Uh, sorry, technical uh, difficulties. Brad is uh, it's not here. But, uh, I think that might be a nice thing to do. Well, I, I, I think my... I like that. My question is, d- but do we think that that means that we'll never get nominated again which one no but like we could say something i don't know, like in i don't know in memorandum or something like that i don't know just uh just for posterity like it feels bad just to be like all right sorry bye <laughs> uh okay let me put uh let me one one more uh in how, how do you spell in mor- memorandum i don't know in memoriam in I memoriam think. in mom yeah mom-mo- sorry i'm not my <laughs> Blood sugar is precipitously dropped right now because I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, oh sh! Brad says that his internet just went out. Oh, like, oh he's okay. Just gone. Well, too bad he didn't have a U.S. Robotics fourteen oh, four modem. Back? Oh, he's back. Oh, okay. he's back. Oh, I thought maybe Brad was so angry he just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> rage quit. Like, he's like, my internet's out. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. Nothing I nominated made the list. So. Dang! Wow. Sort That's all right. Here. That's all right. Memoriam. In memoriam. There we go. Yeah. I, I, uh, Brad, I, I looked it up. that we, we honor the creator of the Boom Slang, at least, in our little, like, plaque. Okay. What was his name again? <laughs> Sorry. Robert Krakow. <laughs> Robert. K-R-A-K-O-F-F. Yeah, they, you spell it Momo. Memoriam. It's oh. M-E. Jeez. I, I'm not a speller. That's not my, not my job. That's Okay. Because I can't if, do anything with cameras, so we all have something we're good at. If my internet goes out again, I blame the modem nominee. Oh. Yep. God, I just and I will tell you. So, the, so you had it, the fourteen four modem did dial for you, but the little switch on there was so cheap. I mean, it was just, it was just the, and then the speaker must have been like it was a kazoo. It's just like the worst. And then you know my friend who had like a real modem. You know, like if you had a real modem from you know some other company, it was like it was like ah, your modem sucks because that's just how people are. But because it was just like it was just a crappy, lousy modem. But everybody had them. Everybody had them. Nice, nice. All right, well, uh, let's let's wrap this up. This is a, is a pretty good list. And yeah, if anyone has any good ideas, uh, please put those that over on Discord of uh, ideas on how to how to memorialize this. Uh, I still need to figure out something. I, I'd really love to have it like on the on the back wall somewhere. Maybe we replace mm-hmm. the Star Wars poster back there with, with this or something. I don't know. Anyway, cool. Good list. Thanks, everybody. 
man, cool. I, I'm I'm so glad we got the the chat to to tie break again. Yeah, this one. and not as sad. I mean, it really. Um, I think yeah. last last couple of times it got really like very tense. Uh, yeah. I, think, I yeah. would say there was it, it got awfully anger. quiet. This yeah. Time well, this one the voting <laughs> the voting was harder. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they're all very 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 worthy of being. You know, being nominated. So. Nice, nice. All What's right. this other poll you have in the chat, <laughs> Adam? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait to say that to, for the end. All right. Yeah, I'm not voting because I I lost everything. <laughs> not a single thing. I thought 440 uh, BX would make it. Yep. Even I couldn't vote for uh, next to the others. So go uh, t- take side here, Gordon. So check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd for audio listeners. So subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher, and also please d- do leave a review. And every time you do, Gordon will say S3 Verge is the best yes i saw your uh your uh what is it super chat super chat send questions and comments to the full nerd at pcworld.com thanks for coming i'm gordon with brad charkas i never know whether to cheer or cry into a pillow after these <laughs> you got you got court duo in i got nothing i got blanks <laughs> elaine Yi, who like i got like two in i think thanks chat <laughs> and adam patrick murray uh thanks everyone and uh also uh i'd like to award gordon uh the the best speech of the year award uh voted on by the chat it goes to gordon maung uh so thank thank you for your your awesome speech thanks everyone for participating it was a fun year as always uh we will see you later goodbye